0: And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Beth from Made for TV Podcast. Say hey, hello everybody.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: And tonight, we are actually reviewing an independent film from the Indie Shorts Film, Holly Shorts Film Festival. That We actually got a privilege to review, to review a few films uh, not too long ago off of that. And they actually reached out to me, and they gave me three films to choose from. But I get to review all three of those films. But this one, to me, stuck out the most because R- Riz Ahmed is such a talented actor. Also, too, he's also a talented rapper. And to me, uh, The Long Goodbye is also like a soundtrack to into this film because it goes yeah. hand in hand with the conflicts that he has out in Britain about how people of another uh, color, another race is being looked at and being detected out in Britain Also, too, it can also reflect in the United States, too, as well as how we depict uh, foreigners in this country as well. So it can run on both sides if you look at both sides of the coin that way. But Riz Ahmed is definitely a talented actor. I saw him in Sound of Middle. Matter of fact, one of my friends and I reviewed that film last year. It was actually nominated for an Academy Award. This one's actually nominated for an Academy Award as well, along with two other films that are in the running as well. But the reason why I wanted to touch on this was because of the fact that I like was a He's just talented, and I don't mean. Uh, to and he's myself. also
1: he's the first Muslim to be nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Lead Role for The Sound of Metal for the yep. Oscar Awards for in 2021,
0: which is very impressive.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I'm
0: glad that we have, you know, diversity within the Oscars and stuff like that, which is something that I've been rooting for for a while. And to, yeah. uh, for him to get that award, it was it was definitely great.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's gotten a lot of awards, and so did the other writer, uh, Anil uh, Anil Korea. He's won seven awards, thirteen nominations. So he, they're they're both very. The writers are both very highly um, acclaimed. They're extremely talented, and Most it definitely. it was it was great to watch that talent on this film. Most definitely.
0: So basically, this film is about. Rez and his family are in the middle of a typical family day in their house uh, with a farm. Right. March plays out. March plays out on the television in the background, which eventually arrives at their front door, leading to uh, devastating out to a devastating outcome. So that's just a small scheme of things. That's just gently putting it. Once you see it in its full context, we actually see what they're going through. So, like, I actually have this in my notes. It's just a normal, typical day. Kid's playing. Riz dancing with his nephew. Grandfather is uh, mad because they're blocking the TV. Riz and his uh, nephew's dancing back and forth. And, you know, we do this every day as a viewer who watches the news. Yes. Because Riz is over there dancing with his nephew. He's having a good time. The grandfather's over there having a uh, fit because of the fact that he's blocking the TV. And... He's like, hey, move out of the way. You're blocking the TV. He goes, it's just the news. It's the same thing every single day. But little does he know, there's a little bit of foreshadowing of what's going to happen in his own neighborhood with that news report. Basically, random people being taken out of their homes and being separated from their families. Yeah. But what do you think about the opening scene when you're being first introduced into Riz?
1: I really loved it because I thought it was it 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 it's almost like there's two separate movies with this giant event in the middle of it. And I, and I love the setup because it's like this family is just, they're loud and they're happy and they're joyful. And there's the four women upstairs just getting ready and doing each other's hair and talking about a wedding. And even though grandpa's a little crotchety, my dad was kind of the same way. If you got in the way of the news, Um, everybody just seems very joyful in this moment, even though it's a little bit loud and chaotic and, it's still fun and, and you're kind of thinking, oh, this, this could be like a good day for these people. And then and then we find out it's not. And so I thought it was – one of the things I really did like about this entire movie was that there was just this it, – it was loud and chaotic. But it was like it starts out loud and chaotic and beautiful and turns into loud and chaotic and horrific.
0: Most definitely. And then at first I'm like, where are they going with this? A film in a sense because I didn't read the plot lines or anything like that no, when I watched it. I went, I went in cold the
1: first time, yeah.
0: So I'm yeah. like, where are they going with this? This is just a family that's just happy, full of joy. You have a daughter who's upstairs where I like how the camera falls. It's like the camera just follows res around. But yeah, it's like yeah, that's us, good. Right. It's just like how we reviewed uh, Punch Drunk. Remember yeah. that?
1: Yeah, and, was, you're right. The camera work is very similar, even though there's more people in this film. Right. But I like
0: how the camera becomes a character where we're actually following in with them. And whenever Riz is looking through the door, it's like, hey, Riz, excuse me for a minute. I want to peek through there too and see your daughter. Um, and everything. And also, too, she's getting she's getting dolled up, she's engaged and stuff like that. So she's going to some type of engagement party, probably. I'm just assuming. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. But she's
0: excited. The whole family's excited. And then also too, Riz is trying to cover up this big hole in the wall, the wife's over there getting on to him and saying, Hey, what are you doing? There's a hole in the wall and he, he's trying to cover it up with a curtain and the yeah. wife is getting onto him for it. It's just a typical day in your household with this big, huge family.
1: Yeah. And then, and then the immediate issue becomes move this chair out of the way or <laughs> bring it up to the girls. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't know why he was asked to move the chair. And I don't know if, did they say, but, or was it because of the way of the tapestry or the soap? I think it was just in the
0: way maybe. Yeah.
1: So he moves it upstairs and the girls don't want it. So then we kind of pivot to this other place. He moves it. And that's when we see the turn begin.
0: Right. And a matter of fact, let me just say this. Yeah. His nephew is actually an Asian uh, kid as well. So they actually have racism going on with Muslims and Asians. In Yeah,
1: not Naz, isn't it? the little boy's name is Naz. Naz, thank you. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't even know his name. I do appreciate that. But the, yeah, the little boy Naz, as a matter of fact, in Britain, they're actually having trouble right now with Asians being in, in their country and also to with Muslims being inside their country as well. So you have racism on both sides with Asians and Muslims, yeah. which is something that I found really fascinating with those two. Um, hey Vic, it's good seeing you, man. That's actually who I did sound a metal with. Oh, <laughs> but, hey Vic! So, yeah, you actually have racism on both sides of the thing where you're dealing with a kid who's Asian, and then you also have Riz Ahmed who's actually Muslim, and Britain is basically um, for- forcing them to separate themselves from Britain, basically. But, um, but yeah, that's what I got out of that. What about you, though?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was what I was going to add to that was that I know just from having done some research about the film and why he created it, which was obviously an accompaniment to his album, is that he 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 created both because he is break. I, I guess he posed he posed it as he was breaking up. OK, so let me read this quote. He he said Um The record is a breakup album, but with your country. So many of us feel like we're being dumped by the place we call home, a home that we built. This album takes you on the journey of this breakup through the stages of denial, anger, acceptance, and finally self-love to counter the hate. Now, obviously, this short film doesn't go through all of that, but since it's an accompaniment to that, the the general idea is still there. It's a a breakup film, and um, this one does it quite spectacularly. I definitely
0: agree. And then oh, here's another the thing, too. I don't want to get into politics politics or anything like that when it comes down to this review. But, you know, anyone can relate to being frustrated with circumstances in everyone's country. Everyone's country is run differently. Everyone's frustrated. It doesn't matter if you live in the United States or live overseas. Everyone has their own battle with the governments at be in that power. So therefore, you can actually relate to this film in a sense as well. So that's what I like about it, the fact it's relatable, because it doesn't matter if you're left wing, right wing or whatever. You're still having some confrontation with whatever powers that be within the government itself and other countries. So that's something that I really liked.
1: Well, I think what's interesting about this film is that he doesn't talk politics. We don't even know. We know from our research that he's that this is that he's from. Um, Great Britain, that this film was set in Great Britain, but there's not even a mention of where they are or what country or, or anything like that. And I think, I think that's, that's good because I don't think it matters to him. I don't think it mattered to him when he wrote it or to either of the writers when they wrote it. I think they had, I mean, clearly they had probably their home country in mind, but there is a greater story here, I think. And that's the one that they tell.
0: Most definitely, and then you have this other shot that winds up happening after his nephew leaves the room. And then if the camera pan angles over into the window with Riz, so it's like us looking out through the window with Riz, and, and we seeing- see
1: it. What well, they do, they do. There is a shot where we actually see outside and we see very briefly what he sees. And he, he f- Riz, so the characters named Riz as well as the um actor and the writer. Um, but we don't immediately, I don't really panic immediately, but he does cause he knows what's going to happen. And then, and then we hear somebody, we're going to presume it's the men in the mass say, get the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And then you know that there's something going on. You don't right. you just, because you can hear it through a closed window across the street.
0: Right. It makes us feel like that we're in the street with them. That's another thing I want to mention, too, with the cinematography with it. But also, too, whenever the vans are pulling up quickly, you see the vans. They're they're just they just jumped on somebody else's lawn without them even having permission to be there. They just yeah. go ahead, put their park, their vans on this property, on this person's uh, property. And they're going inside the house and they're actually ransacking it and taking the women separating the men from the women, the children from the
1: men and putting them in the van. And then they drive off. But when when Riz comes up, we missed one little important part where he comes downstairs and he's like, get out, get out. We have to get out. They're coming. It's happening. And we don't know what's going to happen. He does. So obviously they've all felt like this sort of dread of what could happen. And now it's moved from the TV to their front door. And you're right, John. And then that's when they start gathering everybody up. And then Naz tries to get away out the back. And we see the two men.
0: Right. They wind up getting the little boy. Then, of course, they're also brutally hurting these women, though, too. They're pushing them against the wall, smashing their face against the wall, taking that. Like I said, being separated from your family is an understatement compared to what they do to these women and everything. They wind up taking them out of their homes. They tie. Matter of fact, Riz yep. And the rest of the family members have their hands be, tied behind their backs. So they're defenseless watching this go down. It's like Nazi Germany all over again. Because and all you can think of is the movie Swing Kids with Christian Bale, where basically they, they're they separated from their families and stuff because of the fact that they decided to swing dance and things like that. And uh, German uh, the German soldiers didn't like that. And so this kind of has that kind of same kind of feeling in a sense where... Rez and the rest of the people are all defenseless. And then, of course, when he goes on ahead tries to save uh his wife and everything, he's tied his hands are tied behind his back, but then they wind up shooting him. And it's just graphic on the way, it's more of a rela- realistic shot of how someone gets shot. And I'm well, just it is, it's ter-
1: it's terrifying, and all of a sudden this this joyful noise becomes Them screaming, what's happening? What's going to happen? And they're worrying. You can clearly see these people not just like panicking, but worrying about what is going to happen—not to them, to their family. Why are some men being lined up on the street, and they're taking the women? And the more they resist, the more brutal they become. But they're defenseless. They—they're literally defenseless. And I think my favorite moment in this entire movie is when there's those two people up in the window. And the, the, the guy looks up and he says, um, fucking help us. And to me, that wasn't just a moment to me. I felt like what he's doing is saying, help us as in like, why are you not as a general population, not helping us? You Mm. should all be helping us. What could you have done? What could you do now? And nobody's, and they're not doing anything but watching.
0: Wow, I didn't ok. You went really deep on that.
1: I'm telling yeah, you I watched that, the first i've I've seen this several times and the first time I watched a cold, that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I don't know if that was the intent, but I that is not. what I saw. That's what I saw, and I thought it was beautiful because I'm like, that's a whole statement on society in that what ten seconds. It might not right. have even been that long. That's was, like watching somebody get robbed.
0: Right. That's like watching somebody get robbed at the ATM. No one's calling 911. They're just watching. This is yeah. the same situation with Rez where he's re- reaching out to them
1: help us. Help what us. What are you doing? And they're just standing there watching. Right. And clearly, they, they, they can't do anything in that moment. But is there something they could have done before? I mean, is there something they could have done after? Is there something that could have been done? I don't think it was just a scream for help in that moment. I think it was a scream for help, and not just to them. I think it was to everybody, the population. Why aren't you helping us? Why haven't you helped us?
0: Right. I can actually. I think that was actually the standpoint that he was trying to make. To be honest with you, no one. I think so. Res and knowing the album that he has out, a matter of fact, the dialogue, a matter of fact, the monologue. We're gonna get to that in a minute. Oh yeah, the same wait. monologue that's been used in the movie as it is in uh, this film. Hey Rossi, how are you? <laughs> Hi Rossi. And so I'm thinking, yeah, this is actually a political statement. He's trying to make a statement with this film, and you know, I really like where he went with this. I think that yeah. he's really talented on this.
1: I think, I think, I think what he did was made a, a beautiful film about something so horrific, an event that is just—I mean, the the trauma that happens after they all go outside to every single person that is in that family is is it's so it's it's hard to it's hard to watch but it it was done so beautifully that i think that this film has earned the awards that it has it is won i it, it they tr- they yes. truly deserve the awards cuz it's it's a it's a brilliant it's film it's, powerful. it's it's so moving it's so powerful and it's it's brilliant but I think it ranks from, right up
0: there with Punch Drunk, because this movie yeah. will stick with you.
1: Uh, it's very affecting in this in, in such a different way, because they're such different movies. But but they're both about characters who are really struggling internally, and with their external worlds, just right. in very different ways.
0: Uh, but uh, then we, another thing, too, is after that winds up happening with Rez, they wind up shooting the rest of the family members.
1: Yeah, and the only then- thing that
0: comes close to the shooting of how graphic that is is sons of anarchy, where basically there's no music or anything like that. It's just bam, 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 shooting people down the line while their <laughs> hands are tied beyond their backs. And I never seen that other than in a TV series and just seeing how graphic it is and how explicit it is. I think it needed to be told that way.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's so crazy because so, we see the, the one man in the mask talking to the police. They have the vest that say police. And the two men in the police vest, they shake their head. And then the man in the mask turns around and he gives a thumbs up. And then they, well, then, then Riz gets up and he runs, but he's got his hands tied behind his back. So he's shot in the back he's laying there shot and hurt and then we see kind of behind him that the way they filmed that was quite affecting too because because you're you're watching it but you're watching it from from his point of view almost because we're watching it like the camera was probably just on the other side of him filming running with him yes exactly the whole thing is shot that way it's it's so it's so really one shot
0: if you think about it on the way
1: they have it Mm -hmm.
0: And basically one shot is where the camera basically follows that one person, one shot kind of movement. And that's what I feel like this film is shot in. It's like a one shot kind of thing.
1: Definitely outside once they get to that point right there, for sure. And then through the monologue, obviously, because um, now we're going to actually well, actually, he's talking to us, telling us when he's looking at us, but that it's. And then when they get in that van to walk, to drive away, you're hearing screams and you don't know if these screams are coming from inside the van from outside the van from around from other people that are also being violated or if it's it's like innocent bicep we don't know who's doing all the screaming it it sounds it sounds like it's too loud to be the women in the van though almost Every time I watch it, I'm like, wow! It sounds like they're right there, but where are they? Because you don't see, you what don't if, see them.
0: What was the echoes of people that they other people
1: lost? I yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know because it seemed like in the beginning there wasn't at least another family or something that they were mm. gathering up. Remember, because they were saying, "Get the fuck!" Down, or were they just telling the neighbors to go away? It was so no. chaotic. It was hard mm. to tell. In that, it was a seconds. chaotic. Yeah, it was very chaotic. So it's, so it's a little bit hard to tell exactly what was happening outside before the family was taken outside. But we, we, you clearly hear somebody say, get the fuck down outside before they come in the house.
0: Exactly. And yeah, I definitely heard that twice or maybe three times. And then, um, but what I'm thinking is, what if it's just the souls of other people that
1: they've actually done that to? that are just yeah i mean i mean who knows i mean it's hard to say because it it, there is it's a little bit of a concept film in that regard that it wouldn't surprise me if that was it but um but the screams were loud and it was like oh 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 this is so sad because you know it's the fathers and the husbands and and the brothers are now dead on the street
0: yeah and left
1: there they leave these people there they're dead in the street and they leave them
0: Exactly. when, like when the were. vans
1: drive off, they're gone. Everybody's gone except for these bodies. Right. Like they're just dead animals, basically. It's it, it, it's sad to me. I I mean that's a great point, John, because to me that's what the point was. Right. You know, that they're no just not worth it. Yeah, they're not it's not worth it. N- nobody's gonna say anything that we did this, nobody's gonna believe it anyway. So we're out of here. We're not we're not doing anything beyond what we just did. And exactly. it's so sad. It's It's so sad. Yeah. It, it It was, it was. It makes me
0: thankful in a sense to be in a, where I live at, where we live at and everything too, because everyone's there doing their own battle in other countries and stuff like that. And to know that we can actually go and watch a Mm -hmm. film or anything, you know what I'm saying? And do it with, with freedom watching somebody else's artwork because I'm just using this as an example, because I mentioned to you before uh, with someone from South Korea sneaking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sneaking in Squid Game from North Korea, because in North Korea, Squid Game is actually banned from that country. And of course, South Korea and North Korea, they don't get along. So their rules and policies are a whole lot more stricter on someone from South Korea compared to if they were from North Korea and they might have done it. But these were kids. They, that kid is sentenced to death. Then also, so too, sad. the teachers who knew about it.
1: Yeah. You now look get this.
0: The teachers who knew about that, they're actually have to work in a coal mine now.
1: Yeah, that's that's just, it's so sad. It's yeah. so tragic. But, it's really tragic.
0: But going back on Riz, though, he just comes. Oh, yeah. he, he winds up after everything's played out. You don't know where it's going. And all of a sudden he wakes up and it's like he's no longer in character. It's just him by himself doing this monologue and basically describing everything that happened within that scene with this monologue.
1: Yeah. And And, then my, one of my favorite parts of the monologue too, is when he's standing there and it's towards the end, you're seeing him really close up, but then all of a sudden they kind of pan away and you see all the dead bodies behind him. To me, that's like, I mean, it's like, and they're just dead in the street and then they come back to close up of his face. But I love that moment, too, because it's just like so like, Impactful. yes, it that's exactly the word. It's, I mean, there's no words to describe it, really. And every time I've seen this film, it's it's made me sadder every time.
0: Same. Even describing it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm literally almost forming a chair. Yeah.
1: Right but he did, he did such a beautiful job, too. I mean, and even when he's I mean, he's a brilliant actor. On top of being a brilliant writer, Um, because like he's, you can even just hear his breathing, like when he when he um, becomes conscious after he's shot and he, he runs off and he falls, it, like the first thing you hear is like, <gasps> and like this staggered breathing that is just it's it's perfect.
0: It's brilliant. It's, it's like, like he came,
1: like he died and came back to life again. Yes, like and a breath then of we, life. And then it's finally like there's this silence that that hasn't been in the film at all. And then we get this beautiful monologue.
0: Right. And I actually got a chance to write down the whole dialogue. It took me 20 minutes to write this dialogue down. I might have missed maybe one thing from it,
1: but I got the majority
0: of it wrote down.
1: Yeah, I wrote some of it down too, but not all of it. You got all of it. I didn't get all of it. (laughs) I had the closed captions on because of how he actually did it. I did but too, this, but I, I just, my arm got tired.
0: <laughs> right. And if you want, we can dissect it or we can just talk about the monologue itself. But basically, we can the do whatever you want,
1: said, John. I'm happy to talk about either thing, either way. Okay.
0: So let's see here. The very first part of the monologue, do they ask you where you're from. No, where you're really from. Because there's two different ways of asking somebody, mm-hmm. right? Because it's yes. asking you, uh, where are you from? And oh, okay, just casual conversation. Okay, I'm from da 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 But then it's like, no, where are you really from? Yeah, like where's so, your his, like your background? Where do you come yeah. from?
1: Yeah, which is interesting because he's he's British. But what they're meaning is where where what, what's I guess where where's nationality? your fa- yeah your nationality? Where's your family from? But to him, I think he would say Britain because that's where he's from. Right. You know, so that's I love that line. That's so good. Me
0: too, because I I just love that line and how deep it is, because it cuts deep into your soul with that. Um, The question seems simple, but the answer is kind of long. I couldn't I couldn't tell him Wibbly where where he's from. I could have told them Wibbly, which is the common answer where he's from. Yeah. And which is from Great Britain. And then there's also, um, but I don't think that's what they want. I don't want to tell them more because everything I say is wrong. And I don't want to tell them more because everything I say is wrong. Britain's yeah. where I'm born, and I love a cup of tea in that. But tea ain't from Britain. It's from where my DNA is at and where my uh, gene, genes are from. That's where they make good genes and that. And that. And send them off to NYC. That's where they stack the P the Ps in that.
1: This is so, so brilliant. Like it is. Like it doesn't like what he's saying is it doesn't matter what I say where I'm from, because it doesn't matter to you what the answer is. You're gonna you're gonna have your preconceived notions before you come to me and ask me that. So what's the point of talking about it? There's no exactly.
0: point. Then there's also this other thing that he says. Skinheads meant to never uh, really like the British flag. It only got the shits when I went back to pack. And my ancestors, Indian, but India was not for us. My people built the West. We even gave the skinheads swastikas. Now everybody wants their country back. If you want me back to where I'm from, then brah, I need a map or, or if everyone just gets their shit back, then that's blessed for, for us. You only built a piece of this place, bro. The rest was us. Maybe I'm from everywhere and nowhere.
1: I love that. Maybe I'm from everywhere and, and from nowhere. I love that. I think it's beautiful. I mean, I just, it's just, again, it's like restating the same thing, like, it just doesn't matter what I say where I'm from and and i and I feel like I'm from this country, but you're telling me I don't belong here, and that's tragedy,
0: it really is tragedy in itself because he's expecting people to welcome him, and instead they're treating him differently, and because of the way he looks, because of his nationality, because he's a Muslim, because of everything, yeah, and he's not being accepted for who he is as a person as an individual, yeah. And everything and
1: neither is his family, you know. I mean, it's just it's, it's beautiful. It's I mean he's a oh, he's a he's a great writer. It's so beautiful to to hear. It's and I love I love it when he does it. His accent is oh, he's just he's brilliant, he's just brilliant. It's brilliant it's perfectly laid down. I, I do it yeah. no
0: justice to be honest with you.
1: But there's also
0: another thing because I wrote down the, just close enough to the whole thing, but it says no man's land between trenches, nothing grows there, but it is uh, fertilized by the brown bodies fought for Britain in the war. So when I spit, I polly grows there. I'll make my own place in this business of Brit, Brit- uh, business of Britishness. Your question's just limiting. It's based on appearance. Stop trying to make a box for us. I'll make my own and break poxy. Uh, concept of us. Very few fit these labels, so I'm repping for the rest of us. Who knows that there's no place like home, and that stretches us. Who code switched? So don't piss me off for a cricket test. For us to question was our us about our loyalty, our blood sweats enough born under a son that you made for us i am Mowgli from the jungle book i'm john barnes in the box but tribe is a quest to land that was lost to us and its name is dignity so where i'm from is not your problem bruh
1: i just love that i love those last two lines are my Drop favorite. microphone yeah it's like <laughs> what and then <laughs> And then it just cuts out. But I, 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 I love that line where he's talking about um, if like, so what he's saying is my people fought for this country and I'm I am this country. This is my country. But you're telling me it's not. But we still fought. And like when I spit, I grow a poppy. I mean, that's just oh, so beautiful. I can't I can't even stand how beautiful that is. But I love also love the line where he says, Who knows there's no place like home and that stretches us because it's like this, this is my home, but you're telling me it's not you're treating me like it's not you just killed my family and it would have, if I hadn't run off, I would have got it in the head too, not in the back and then at the end my tribe is a quest to a land lost to us and its name is dignity. Wow. And it's like he lost his
0: dignity out on the streets.
1: I mean, there's no, everybody, nobody has dignity in this, in this sense, in this case, in this film. I mean, these people have lost their dignity. They've lost their lives. They've, you know, these people that did that, they have no dignity. No. They're just going off and murdering people for no reason. It's so sad. It is. But I He's, I just murdering I just, people
0: because they're different than they are.
1: Exactly, that's exactly what hap- That's exactly what this film is. It's just murdering people because they're they they view them as something other than what they even are. I mean, it's there's it's so tragic, and I think it's so beautiful, and I think it's so telling, and I think it, I think it encompasses more than just just one population. I think there's a lot of people in this world who can see this film and say. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's what people live. And it's so sad, but it's brilliant. Uh, um, I, I haven't seen The Sound of Metal, but now I can't wait because he's just Riz Med is, is brilliant.
0: He is. And let me just tell you this. You know how in certain movies when someone goes deaf, sometimes you can tell that the mixing is is not that great. With this one as he's going deaf. And he slowly starts get, getting there with the ringing in his ears. You can actually hear the ringing in his ears. Oh, you can actually gosh. feel the mixing is so good, Beth. I'm going to be honest with you. This was my favorite film of last year, to be honest.
1: I, I didn't I didn't see a lot of, even though I was home the whole year, I didn't see a lot of films. So I didn't see this one. I don't know how I missed it, but I can't wait. I, I It's going to be, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Let me know what
0: you think, because I, I'm curious. I will.
1: I will, because, you know, I'll huge, see you again soon.
0: <laughs> all right. Because here's the thing. I'm a huge metal fan. I'm a huge rock fan. No matter if I'm listening to, like, 80s thrash bands and stuff like that. Led things. Zeppelin? Le- yep, you know. It. Got your T-shirt on? <laughs> yep. But here's the thing. And what made me what, what's so inspiring is the fact that you have a guy who had it all, who had the hearing, and then he loses it. And he's also a recovering drug addict. And his girlfriend is trying to help him. So she puts him in a place where he can recover and also be with people that can help him with sign language as well. And it's moving. It's inspiring. I recommend anyone that wants to check out Sound of Metal. It's fantastic. Even if you're not into rock music, you'll wind up finding something to like. Vic and I reviewed it. It's it's just a great film.
1: Who, who placed the girlfriend in that one?
0: Okay, ever saw the movie, uh, ever saw the TV show uh, Bates Motel?
1: No, I okay. did not. But well, I, I know of it. I mean, I remember it.
0: Well, it's the girl who actually holds the oxygen tank, and she plays the love interest. Also, okay. too, she also played in Ready Player One. She's gone a lot of work lately, and this is actually her best performance that I've seen her in, aside from Bates Motel. But she really is a a talented actress. And matter of fact, let me look that up real quick. Um, But I know that you had some other uh, stuff that you want to mention about the film, though, too, whenever it came down to a little bit of, you know, uh, trivia and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, I did want to read this. this, uh, So I was watching, I watched this um, YouTube, um, it's about 13 minutes, and it was called Muslim's Muslim misrepresentation in film and um, Riz was talking about and he's trying he's actually started a campaign to try and um, sort of have a more positive Muslim characters on television and so um, he said he, he in this video he was talking about like Somebody asked him why he became an actor, and he said, "I became an actor because I didn't want to be defined by my identity." And I just thought that was so interesting. He just seems like a really interesting um, person.
0: Oh, and then
1: yeah, go Uh, ahead. I don't
0: mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But Riz is really publicly outspoken on Twitter as well about misrepresentation when it comes down to film with Muslims. They want to be depicted in the right kind of way, the right kind of context as well.
1: Like and realistically he actually
0: posted, yeah and he posted a video of that on twitter as well so he's really outspoken about his beliefs
1: yeah and i think that's great because i think it's actually starting to work because when i was sort of doing some research today there's a lot of um videos there's a lot of uh very recent um, articles about it, like from the summer and stuff. So I think that's great that that's happening. Um, so I read this article called toxic portrayal, Hollywood misrepresentation in film. And it said that among the top 200 movies in, from the United States, United Kingdom, New Zealand, and Australia, 181 of them had no Muslim characters. This meant 90.5% of the examined movies lacked any Muslim representation. And I don't know, I don't know what the, um, percentages worldwide but it's it's pretty it's pretty high number so that that there's a very large population of muslim people and 90 percent of the films don't have any i I mean i think that is something that needs to be addressed Addressed. and and talked about and and hopefully we'll change it sort of in the same way i'm kind of hoping punch drunk will sort of help the way Mm -hmm. we we talk about women in films and women's portrayals in films it's time to turn the page on how people are represented in films that feel like they need a, to be more positively shown or more realistically shown, however it is i think it's important i think it's a really important discussion and i'm glad i'm glad that there there is one
0: me too i'm i really am glad i'm glad that there's this that we can watch, something that we can view, and also to have the representation the way that it needs to be represented to us yes. to bring us light into the whole situation. Yeah. So I really enjoy this uh film. And like you said, I have watched yeah. this at least six times. Um yep, Charlie, sure. thank you so much for giving me the name. Olivia Cook. Oh, is, hi, Charlie. Is the uh love interest of Reza Med's character in uh Sound of Metal. Okay. So, and Brandy, yes. Uh, matter of fact, if anybody wants to know where they can watch this at, you can actually watch this on YouTube. So this is not a screener or anything like that. You guys mm-hmm. can actually watch this and uh and view it for yourselves and you know tell us in the comments what you think about it as well. Cause yeah. it's just that deep. And a matter of fact, you can actually listen to stream uh Rez Ahmed's, uh album too on YouTube, which I did. I a matter of fact, there's actually a couple of songs that I really liked from from his Thing like karma and then there's also another song that I liked off of it
1: yeah i have to i have to give that a listen i was i was so involved in all the research i was doing and how interesting it was that i didn't i didn't get that far because i wanted to keep reading about um the muslim misrepresentation in film i thought that i think that's really interesting to me so um but i i did and i and i think that um i mean i look forward to seeing much more of riz ahmed coming forward because i think he's got a very long career ahead of him
0: i do too and i just want to say this before we sign off i think Reza Med is a very loud outspoken individual as an actor which is yeah. something that we rarely see with within actors today and i like and when i mean by loud i don't mean as, as obnoxious i mean as someone that is freely outspoken about his beliefs what he feels and how he wants representation right in the right kind of context. And that is hard to find within somebody. So, you know, Riz has a long,
1: like you said, he has a long career ahead of him. Very long. And I look forward to it. I hope he writes more too. I hope he does a lot more writing because I think his writing is like, I I mean, I don't even know. I, do I need to get a thesaurus? How many times can I say brilliant tonight? I don't know. We probably should have marked it down, but it is, it's a brilliant. I hope that you guys watch it. It's about 11, just under 12 minutes. And yeah, 1140. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a long film, but it's, it's worth, it's worth spending that, that time because I think that the message is so clear and so brutal and it's so real and I think it's it's very timely it's it's so, it's so especially we're coming out of this pandemic or maybe we're not coming out of this pandemic and all the hate we've seen in the last year in the last 18 months all around us it's 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 sad and so to see a film like this is you walk away you, you can't walk away and not have some Feelings of sadness and sympathy and empathy and 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 it, it's it's so affecting. It's it's just it's. I loved it. I, I'm gonna think be thinking about this one for a long time. Same here. Matter of fact, this is the same
0: way I felt when I walked out of Twelve Years of Slave when I saw it in the theaters. It was just that release after after everything, and then a gasp of like this, like you're tired. Yeah. And that's exactly how I felt coming out of this. It's not like, oh, I'm tired of watching this. It's like the tension, the build up, then finally you get that release, and then when you're done with it, it's like you're you're just so worn out over yeah. it because of how impactful it is.
1: The movie that I think did that to me the most, and I and I I don't want to misspeak on the title, but I think it was called The Ghost Ghosts of Mississippi, and I don't oh, even I remember. Yeah, and I think that won some Oscars. It came out. I want to say. Or 100. early '90s yep. was it? The early '90s, and that's the same film. It's it, it's 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 brutal. It's it's difficult to watch, and and you walk away, and you're just exhausted. But you're you'll you have knowledge you didn't have before that that when you went in, so you've learned something really really important. And I and I that's how I felt about this film too. Same here.
0: So is there any other final thoughts as far as this film goes or did we, did, did we cover everything that you want? I, I
1: think we covered everything I have to say, except to say again, I thought it was brilliant. It's affecting and, and watch it. Go and and Google it and watch it. Yeah, it, it's worth it's worth the time. You may not even only want to watch it once. I, I don't know how many times I've seen it. I, I stopped counting. Same. But I'd watch I'll watch it again, probably
0: same here as well so guys if you guys want to go ahead and check this out on like i said it's on youtube it's streaming now on youtube and it's not a screener copy Polly Shorts Film Festival didn't give me a screener of this one, but they actually gave me screeners of the other two films that they want me to review. But this one was just one of those films that I couldn't pass on because I like Riz Ahmed as an actor. The writing is fantastic. Check it out for yourselves. Comment below. Tell us what you think. Also, too, smash that little subscribe button on the bottom right-hand corner. Also, too, smash that bell on the bottom right-hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out as well. And then also to go ahead and follow me underneath Facebook, underneath movie lovers, TV Lovers Unite over there. Then of course, follow me underneath Pinterest and also to on Instagram underneath the same brand name. Then if you want an audio only podcast episode of many episodes that we do here at movie lovers Unite, you guys can get that on all major uh, platforms where we guys get your podcasts from. But if you want to go over to good pods, rate Beth and I on good pods as well, because I know that her podcast is actually on there and we're going to get, get to her in just a minute where you can follow her at. But Go ahead and give us a five-star review. Tell us what you think of each individual episode. It's like social media, but it's for podcasting. If you want to donate five to ten dollars to us, how do you do that? You just go over to gofummy.com forward slash movie podcast. Donate five to ten dollars over there, but you guys don't have to if you don't want to. Just a simple like, a simple share, a simple subscribe goes a long way here at Movie Lovers Unite. Then, of course, if you guys want to go on and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and then Movie Lovers Unit Zero on Twitter. And that's where you can reach me at. And if you're a sponsor or would like to be on the show, just go on ahead, reach out to me at movielovesunite at gmail.com. And Beth, where can everybody follow you and reach you at?
1: I am one half of the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. I want to say hi to my co-host, Case. Hi, Case. Um, The best way to find me is to uh, Google the hashtag MFTM, podcast. Maybe that's not the easiest way. I'm on Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) Yay, live uh, at TV Movie Club Pod 1. We are on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast. And we are also on Instagram at Made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. You can listen to us on any app that you listen to podcasts. We're on all of them. Reach out to me. Say hi. Drop into my DMs. Tell me what you like about the show. And thank you, John, for having me again. We always have such a good discussion when we talk about movies.
0: Yes, we do. And thank you so much for wanting to be on the show. It means so much to me. It means so much to my fans as well. And I can't wait to have you back on the show for the next one, Beth. It's always a pleasure.
1: Yeah. Me too. And I know. I can't wait. It's always fun. Same here. And always until next
0: time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.